Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today, we are talking about the individual. So what's being explored? The dual elements that are at war within the individual. So there's these dual elements that are always at war within you, right? You want to be wise, but you're a fool. You want to be loving, but you're full of hate. You want to be generous, but you're a greedy bastard. You want to be an optimist, but you're full of cynicism. You want to be a leader, but it's easier to follow. You want to be patient, but you're constantly rushing. You want to be disciplined, but you're lazy, etc., etc., etc. The list is endless. For every positive, strong, virtue, characteristic, fruit, whatever within there is its opposite. For every good trait we want to develop, we are always battling against the lower parts of our character that are much easier to go along with, to follow. This is the battle of the higher spiritual parts of you within versus the prideful, selfish, lower parts of your fleshly, animal nature. These are the dual elements that are at war within you. It's the yin and the yang, the light, the darkness, the hero, the dragon. It's the masculine and feminine, order and chaos, ego and soul, heaven and earth, battling it out, always working in creative tension. Heaven versus hell, you know. The line between good and evil runs not through states, nor between classes, nor between political parties either, but right through every human heart. This is from Alexander Solzhenitsyn in the Gulag Archipelago. Within the heart of every man, there is light and darkness. And if a man doesn't recognize the light within, he's blinded by the darkness. He overlooks any good he is capable of and is consumed by the abyss, by the evil. And if a man doesn't recognize the darkness within, he too is blinded by the light and overlooks his capacity to cause evil in this world. Because if he's all holy and righteous, that man can do no harm in his eyes. More evil is done in the name of God by those who believe they are holy than in the name of the devil. Right, And Paul tells us the battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. But so often we go to war not against the spiritual forces, but against each other. Because we always believe the problem is out there. In those people, that country, group, side, or race. You either go to war with the world around you, or you look in the mirror and realize all the evil, hate, and horrible things that are in the world are within you. Terence, an old Roman playwriter, once said, nothing human is foreign to me, because it's realizing that all of history, all the blood and killing, but all the love and good you are capable of. History is your story. When we choose, it's our story. History is our story. 
when we choose to go to war within, we take it upon ourselves as individuals. It's the idea of bearing responsibility and taking up our cross, which paradoxically is such a heavy burden, right? But having a cross is also a freeing burden because if you don't have any weight to bear, you just wander aimlessly. It's taking upon ourselves as individuals. It's what it's the example of Jesus that we can follow. By becoming aware that we are capable of evil, we don't have to know we no longer have to condemn and judge it out there and point the finger, but rather work on this in ourselves. And this is how you change the world. You start with yourself, getting your act together, getting yourself in order. You know, as Jordan Peterson would say, you clean up your own damn room, and that's where you start. From there, you begin to work outwardly with those who are closest to you. You know, you can plant seeds in them and get them close, help get themselves in order. Outwardly from there, they continue to do the same thing, and the harvest of those seeds you planted are exponential because you can help the individuals closest to you, and then those individuals help other individuals, and it's just like a ripple effect, a spider web. It just, boom, you change the world just like that. Because the only way to change the outer world is to change the inner world. And I think this is the adventure of our lives. Not fighting and battling and competing against others, but working in creative tension, as Richard Rohr would say, with the light and darkness within. And it is such a paradox. Because in those moments when you're given a chance to be that greedy bastard, you can give in or you can choose to be giving. In the midst of that temptation, you work in creative tension with the lower parts of you, and in doing so, you have the opportunity to strengthen the higher parts of you. To develop a characteristic or fruit, you're going to be given opportunities to express the opposite fruit. You know, you want to be stronger? God is going to give you opportunities to be weak. You want to become more patient? God is going to give you an opportunity to express impatience. You want to work on your faith? God will make you feel helpless and totally out of all control. Our enemies, weirdly enough, make us stronger because without a worthwhile opponent, how would we ever grow? And it's maybe not even the right word to say enemies, but it's just a worthwhile opponent, right? It's our higher heavenly parts of us, the head, your consciousness, the light within you, battling it against out against the earthly parts of you, the lower parts of you as a human being, your nature, your flesh. It's such a uh, interesting thing because they paradoxically are going to war, but when you, when they're kind of battling it out, they're working together in creative, deten- creative tension. And when you develop and gain more control and work on these things within, it's as if the body begins to serve the mind and they work together in a positive way. Still, the body's always going to be going against the mind, but when you start to move from your heart and not from your fleshly manner, they work together in such an interesting way, right? Because a ma- it's the same as the masculine and feminine energy. Alone, they don't work, but when they're working together, they are one. The yin and the yang alone doesn't work, but if you look, the circle is one. Order and chaos with that order and chaos work together 
It's with all these things they are working together. Again, the light without the darkness is blinding. The darkness without the light is blinding. They work together in creative tension. And part of this as well, I believe, is learning to accept the lower parts of ourselves and our human nature, right? It's not a bad thing to feel lazy, to feel lazy, greedy, or anger, to feel that. It's only when we aren't in control of it and we allow it to come out in the wrong ways or we channel it in the wrong ways, right? We often beat ourselves up man, I'm such a bad person for feeling this anger or for feeling lazy and being lazy. It's like, no, you're not a bad person. That's just part of being human. And the second law of thermodynamics is the law of entropy, which states that there is a natural resistance against human beings at all times, right? As soon as you're born, you slowly start to age. As soon as a machine is made, it slowly is deteriorating. There's just this natural resistance because in due time, all things die off. Nothing lasts forever. And so it's just like your human nature to be lazy and to want to be greedy in these things. But we beat ourselves up and feel like, man, I'm such a bad person for this. Or you have a lustful thought. I'm a bad person. It's like, that's just part of being human. So can we learn to love and accept these parts of ourselves within and just see them for what they are, and not allow them to control us. It's like, no, you're not a bad person. Again, it's just part of being human. So can you accept and love those part of yourself, that part of yourselves, part of yourself when you feel that way? It's just not allowing yourself to be at the mercy of these lower parts. And it's being able to think rationally when we are faced with these emotions. And I think this comes with time and awareness. And two, Jesus reminds us as well that the speck we find in another only reveals the log within. Paul tells us, for at whatever point we judge another, we are condemning ourselves because we who judge do the exact same things. So it's paying attention to the things that bother and annoy you in the world. Then you go to war with that in yourself. Work to overcome that in you because the change you want to see doesn't begin out there, but always in here, in your own heart. And the less judgmental you are, the more accepting you are. Condemnation does not liberate, right? Condemnation does not free you. It is only through acceptance. And so if we can work on ourselves within, we can't really change other people. But if you see something that really bothers you or hates you in the world, the speck you find in another only goes to reveal that log within. And so Becoming aware that you too do the same thing all the time is very humbling. It's a great reminder and it just helps keep us in touch with reality and helps us continue to work on that with ourselves. And then we can, from that place, instead of condemning others, you know, we can work to help others. And not every seed you plant is going to grow good fruit. Not every seed you plant is going to land upon fertile soil. It might land upon the rocks or the thorns and the birds might get it. But it's the seeds that you do plant that are oh so sweet because you can see them grow in others. And it just always starts within as the individual and works out from there. So I just think it's so interesting because within the word individual is the word dual. Individual means one thing, but dual means separate, two things. It's so weird, but, you know, again, it's within every person is masculine and feminine energy 
within every person is heaven and earth, heaven and hell, right? The kingdom of God is in you. It's just such a interesting thing to look at and pay attention to. Um, and observing this just can help us have a more understanding and help us move forward to love ourselves and work to build these higher parts of our characters, the, these higher parts of who we are, these um, more, more of these godly traits, because these are God's traits, you know, wisdom, love, generosity, um, patience, discipline, whatever it is, these are the traits of God. And so it's cool because we can work to develop these within ourselves. And the Lord takes delight in that, and we can take delight in the Lord. So thank you guys for listening. Whenever you are listening, I hope you're having a great day. Sharpen the iron. I'll see you next time.